Hello friends! As you probably realized, we took a little bit of a hiatus over the last three months, and now, starting in July, the audio project with Dina Tierney is back. I want to say that I truly appreciate you, our listeners, and I'm looking forward to continuing our podcast conversations. First of all, everybody, thank you so much for joining us. I'm sure you all are dealing with chaotic schedules, so it's greatly appreciated for you to take the time and join us today. I'm super excited about this. Um, We have two amazing speakers today, so I hope you guys enjoy this as well. Um, So first of all, welcome to the first of our new series of Virtual Women in Tech Meetups, Ladies Who Launch. So for our first of the new series, we are focusing on ladies who are spearheading businesses specifically within the Salesforce Consulting Services partner space. So just as a bit of background for those of you who are new to Women in Tech Republic, myself and some of my colleagues at Third Republic founded the community at the end of last year because we wanted to provide a platform for women in all facets of technology to be able to share and receive knowledge. Since then, we've grown to a community of over 2,500 women in tech from across the UK, the US, Germany, and the Netherlands. At the beginning of July, we ran our first Global Women in Tech Week, which saw over 500 attendees across four events. Off the back of these events, we noticed a high demand for meetups that provide female entrepreneurs a platform to share their experiences, offer advice, and provide inspiration to other entrepreneurial women. With that said, we're excited to be joined by two incredible women who are true leaders in the Salesforce ecosystem, Sarah Hale, co-founder and managing partner of Coastal Cloud, and Dina Tierney, founder and CEO of Pacific Point. Uh, Thank you, Sam, Sarah, and Third Republic for having me today. Um, So for me, you know, I think about technology, business, and entrepreneurship um, for today. Uh, These are all things that I love so much, but what I love more um, most today, I think that's on my mind is having a group of women in technology coming together, taking time out of your schedules, to join yet another virtual meeting as we just talked about. There's so many of them. So I thank you guys for taking time out of your schedule to listen in. Um, So I'll do my best to make this as meaningful for you as I can. And what I plan to do today was to answer a question that I get asked all the time. And um, this, this came to me as we were talking with Sarah about entrepreneurship But the question that's asked by people um, kind of from a variety of paths, some people are just starting out in their careers in technology. Um, Some people ask me this question who are further along and have a lot of of experience. And the question is, how did you do it? Um, So as stated, my name is Dina Tierney and I'm the founder and CEO of Pacific Point. We're a consulting firm that helps clients in the public and private sectors implement Salesforce solutions, which enable them to innovate and grow their businesses. I've been an entrepreneur for over nine years, and I'm excited to share my story and answer the question, how did you do it? The short answer is that I think like a CEO, and that's really what our topic is today. Think is really the key word. Um, I'm going to share three mindset takeaways that each of you can apply today as I tell you a little bit of my entrepreneurial journey and also some stories from my career prior to being a founder which really helped me start to reinforce these mindsets. Uh, The first thing is to to think like a CEO is to cast a vision. You hear a lot about vision and the importance of having a vision, but it really is a a part of your mindset. It's, It's in your own self looking ahead and visualizing how you 
um, see yourself when what it's all in your mind's eye, you know, what you're seeing in the future. And, and more importantly, I think why vision is very important, especially as today, is it drives your daily actions. It helps you have hope even in the day to day, right? As you're working through something, you're thinking about that, that long-term vision that you have. And I think especially right now, we all need a lot of hope. So a vision is a good way to, to gain some of that. My vision for Pacific Point is to become the preferred CRM consulting partner in the Pacific region and to maintain our leadership position in Hawaii. Uh, the vision for our company is to have a corporate culture of trust and professionalism, accountability, and mutual respect for the team and to foster an environment of growth and learning for our consulting team. The vision for our social impact is based on a feeling that we have an inherent responsibility to give back specifically to youth by encouraging and empowering them to pursue careers and technology. My vision drives the actions that I take each and every day and I make a choice to go after my vision because I can see it in my mind. Nine years ago, I founded Pacific Point. Um, based on the dynamics that were happening here in Hawaii, um, people didn't really know me. I'm not originally from Hawaii and people didn't really know of me as my with my CRM background. My background is um, I've done a lot of CRM consulting over the years for, you know, the traditional big five consulting firms, but in Hawaii, I didn't have that kind of brand equity yet. So um, I wasn't necessarily known for my, my past in CRM. So I started by selling general consulting services, specifically uh, the disciplines of project management and business analysis. I targeted the largest companies in Hawaii. And as the revenue started to come in, then I personally started to work on smaller Salesforce projects and really began to grow the base of our company. I leveraged the past experience that I had in CRM and I did everything I could to make those, those engagements very valuable to our customers. And it was about, I would say four years ago that we fully transitioned from all of those generalist IT services to the point that now Salesforce consulting services represent over 90% of our revenue. And this was a big accomplishment towards our vision of being positioned as the leading CRM Salesforce consulting partner in the state of Hawaii. So as I started to gain my footing in Hawaii, I started looking for growth. And I was looking for growth a long time ago. It was over five years ago that I was exploring growth outside of Hawaii. Um, I, at the time, I already had a US, you know, outside of Hawaii based team that was distributed. And I was exploring growth options, both in the US and internationally. I was looking at Australia and New Zealand. I was exploring Asiana. I even had my eyes on Japan. And about a year and a half ago, I settled in on focusing our international expansion into Australia and Singapore. There are so many reasons that this made sense for us. And by the end of 2020, we'd established the Australian Pacific Point entity and hired our full, first full-time employees. And uh, by earlier this year, we've established our Singapore Pacific Point entity. And as for the US, we've centralized our team in San Francisco in the Bay Area and also the Denver metro area. And of course, our headquarters are here in Honolulu. And these moves were very strategic and another big set of accomplishments towards our vision of growth in the Pacific. Um, in addition, this month, we were just named an Inc. 5000 company, which means that we're one of the fastest growing privately held companies in America. And when I take a step back, I really um, realized that this achievement of growth was because we were laser focused on that vision. 
our vision was what was driving all those daily actions that we took, which accelerated our growth. So um, I don't know if you guys remember this or if you did it, but um, many years ago, um, there was a, um, a thing that was sort of popular to do where you would write a, a resume, a future state resume or a CV of yourself. And on this resume, you might write a summary like seasoned Salesforce consulting, you know, consultant or um, uh, an experienced expert in organizing, leading organizations through rapid change. And you might have some jobs or titles on there with some roles that you envision to help you you know, through that journey to get to that end state. And maybe, you, you know, you're thinking about being an engineer, learning some special technology, and then moving into leadership. And this act of envisioning what you wanted to be, how you wanted to be thought of, what you wanted to be known for, I think it's the perfect example of how you can have a vision today and right now really begin thinking like a CEO. And even when the days are tough and there's gonna be some tough days, um, a vision really helps you have perspective and hope and it keeps you motivated. And having a vision um, also enables your progress um, and action as you go about each and every day, today, tomorrow, the next, and it gives you that sense of purpose. So acknowledging the road is tough and accomplishing that vision is difficult. We at Pacific Point have hit, and me personally, have hit some bumps along the way. Um, so how do you think like a CEO when you have challenges which you're going to have. Um, this is my second point, is to control the things you can control. And another way to put this is put in the work. And right now I, I use the phrase control the things you can control because we're in the midst of this pandemic. And I think there's this sense of just so much uncertainty and um, that feeling of maybe sometimes feeling a little out of control. So, you know, right now when we look at our own company, and I'm sure many companies are doing the same, we're adapting, we're controlling the things that we can control. And in our environment, and maybe many of you see this in your own jobs and what you're seeing on a daily basis, just in the real world that we all live in, is that uh, companies are seeking fast solutions. They want to leverage our consulting team differently than they have in years past. Um, clients are, are asking to do more with less. And while I may wish for a different scenario of maybe longer term projects uh, that we were accustomed to or being able to put many people on an, on an individual project because that's better for me, that isn't really what people are doing much of um, in this current state. So what I can control is um, what I do and how I respond to that. And so I've, I've doubled down on really elevating our skill, the skill of our team, as Sarah said, in a calculated way, really thinking about um, every move, um, even more so than ever. And, but always, I mean, this has been a lifelong thing, right? To always think about every, every decision that's made and what I can control. Um, I can control maybe where I spend my money, what my hiring practices are for our company, and um, anything I can do to help me enable and respond to our clients um, more effectively in this environment. So controlling the things you can control is a very empowering move. And I'm no longer um, at the complete mercy of the pandemic where life just happens to me. Instead, in my mind and in my actions, I'm a navigator and I'm kind of navigating the situation as best as I can. And it's, it's definitely um, tough. But I can remember, um, you know, maybe somebody somewhere along in my career had said, and maybe it was maybe in the middle of a go live or some, you know, 
thing that happened in a project. Um, an old boss had said, you know, all we can control is ourselves. And so when you have those challenges, just thinking about that has really been um, a, a way for me throughout my career and including now as a CEO to, to, to take control as best as I can. It's another kind of smaller thing, especially now I think with pandemic and maybe you guys can relate, I feel like um, there's some little things that you can do that just give you that sense of motivation or making progress towards something. Um, but I've been trying out recipes, I'm sure many of you have, and I'm not talking about boiling an egg, I'm talking about you know, doing something a little different. And I know for me, I started making, I never thought I would make chicken tikka masala and I made it and it was great and it was a lot of work, it wasn't too crazy, but it's now become a thing that I regularly do. And that action of accomplishing something and that small act kind of gives me that boost sometimes that I need to be like, okay, I can, I, I can control something and I, I got this. Um, another example I'll give you is um, when I first started out my career, I was a software engineer. It was my first job. And it was at the time when the dot-com bubble was big, before the bust, before the bust. And everyone at the time wanted to be a web developer. And I worked for a large corporate and I went to my boss and I told him, I want to move to the web team. I'm pretty sure he was annoyed with me, but his words that came out um, and very, I mean, looking back, I'm pretty sure he was annoyed with me, but he said, Dina, the only person in charge of your career is you. And now that phrase that he told me and probably a spirit of annoyance towards me is a phrase that I use so often. I repeat it so many times as just this inspirational quote for me um, very early in my career. It was, it was, um, empowering and I think liberating to some extent to realize, you know, I, I shouldn't come to him and necessarily expect anything from him. I can certainly ask for his support, um, but it was time for me to take control. And so what I did was I reached out to the, the web team. I spoke to the managers in those areas, told them about my experience, which at the time wasn't very much um, other than maybe some college work. I expressed my eagerness to join the team and I, I was persistent. And, you know, eventually I did make the, t the transition to the web team. And eventually from there, from web team into the CRM team. But it's an example of how, you know, you today can control, you know, what's, what you can control and begin to think like a CEO. I have one more point for you um, to begin to think like a CEO. And this might be the most difficult one of all. It's to never give up. I love the quote from Jay-Z when he was being interviewed talking about all the success that he had. And he said, the genius thing we did was we didn't give up. That act, that mindset is really what makes the difference. Um, when I started Pacific Point, I bid on countless RFPs and I lost a lot of them. And I've had people say to me, are you gonna move back to the mainland now that you didn't get that project? Or maybe move back to Texas? I've heard people say, are, are you gonna bid again? And it's that shock of just like, um, I can't believe you are still at it, you know, after all those missteps. And, you know, maybe it was a little bit of making fun, a little bit of insulting, a little bit of surprise and maybe shock, I guess. Um, There's another time um, I was pregnant in the first couple years of the business um, and starting Pacific Point and I had a, surprising number of people who asked me if I was going to continue running Pacific Point and continue uh, with the company after I had the baby. 
And it's all those things were kind of like, you know, uh, you know, you, you really feel like, should I be giving up of what's going on? Right. And for my company and me personally, I think, you know, there's any number of times that I could say that we may not have been taken seriously. Um, I've had HR issues at the company. I've had client issues. I've had tough financial decisions to make that I didn't want to face. Um, and there's so many times when you might feel that pressure of, gosh, I just, is it worth it? Am I doing the right thing? Right. And the road isn't easy, but having a vision helps me stay motivated and focused. Controlling what I can control helps me uh, be empowered to move forward. And having the strength of mind and belief in what I'm doing to never give up, that is how I did it. So that's pretty much all I have to share, to share today. Uh, I know the virtual session's uh, gonna wind down for me and we're gonna move into a Q&A portion for me too. Um, please feel free to ask anything. I'll put up a slide that recaps it, what I just said, and you guys can screenshot it, put it in your camera roll for future reference. Hold on, sorry, let me pull it up. And look back on it and say, oh yeah, I remember that. Let me share my screen, sorry guys. Is it sharing? Yes, okay. Yeah. All right. So yeah, I'll open it up for questions, but yeah, if you guys want to take, I know I, I take screenshots of um, things that I see and I'll save them and then look back on them later. So feel free to do the same, but thank you for your time.